0: Rock Elite, a podcast about No Effects. Punk Rock Elite podcast. One, two, three, four. Punk Rock Elite podcast. Punk Rock Elite podcast. That's my uh, X-Ray Specs intro.
1: I was I was going to do some ois. That was uh, it.
0: Was good. Yeah. No. That's um, that's my uh, that's how I like to imagine all songs on X-Ray Specs' first album is uh, the, the, how they're introduced. <laughs> like polystyrene, screaming the name of the song, then shouting one, two, three, four, and the band starting. It's a, it's a great system. It's uh, a classic. Uh, because this is Punk Rock Elite Podcast, and I'm Eddie French.
1: And I'm Red Redmond.
0: That's how you know it's Punk Rock Elite Podcast. Don't go accepting any imitations. Brackets, There are no imitations.
1: I'm actually because uh, normally when I do the podcast, I have a big bottle of water, but I've, I've actually got a coffee today. I wonder oh, if that will that will affect the the podcasting.
0: You're going to you're going to just get sort of increasingly more pepped.
1: Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm 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 going to be out of control.
0: I, don't know. I I don't know what I normally have, but I, today I have um, quadruple strength blackcurrant squash. What, yeah, we're going to be off our tits. Yes, because I. I'm not 100% certain I didn't misread it as double strength. So <laughs> I am vitamin c to the max. <laughs> to Because we talk about mainly punk that was popular in the 90s, you occasionally have to say things like
1: to the max. Because that was how so we did
0: it in the 90s.
1: <laughs> Speaking of excess as well, you know, oh, yes. we're doing Coaster today, which I feel like is... It, it's the first album where, like, no just go, like, run headlong into their addictions. And um, it is,
0: but uh, I should remind you, we're recording the intro for Danny Barrett.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> probably cut this bit out then.
0: Maybe. I might leave it because it was very, very charming how earnestly you delved into it with, with absolute certainty. Um, <laughs> it, I, I admired it greatly. <laughs> uh no actually i'll i'll uh, i'll divert um because right now if you find yourself in leicester yeah. u k there is a massive exhibition of old seventies punk stuff oh that's cool yep at the uh museum and art gallery of Leicester, and uh I think it's called The Soft Touch, which is a little gallery around the corner. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been put on. You can hear about it in the latest episode of the Midlife Punk podcast, uh, which has just gone out. But uh, I I was looking up on it this morning. We're currently on Thursday, the 17th of August, when we're recording this little intro. The interview you're going to hear later recorded maybe two months ago but um you know that uh it's still still all flies uh unless uh i'm pretty confident that uh at no point does danny talk about how much he enjoyed anti-flag um which is uh something i think we left in uh, <laughs> ali price's interview um which was recorded before we found out but i don't think edited after we found out so um think of it as a period piece we've all uh We've all made mistakes, but um, basically I uh, spent this morning looking at it to the point where um, I just uh, booked a, a hotel and two tickets for the uh, Women in Punk talk tomorrow night.
1: Oh, cool.
0: So Emma and I are going down. Uh, Emma is uh, dutifully on strike. Uh, uh, from uh, She works in the university. Uh, strike is currently happening, so she uh, is not going into work. and. Uh, I don't have to go into work if I don't want to. Fair, which is a brilliant thing about not having an actual job. So uh, <laughs> that means we're going down to Leicester tomorrow, and uh, yeah, a talk with uh, a talk uh, including the reason I started off this way. Celeste Bell, the daughter of polystyrene, is going to be uh, one of the people involved in the Women in Punk talk. Ah. Yes, although I have found out it will be via Zoom because she has a very new baby there, which is uh, a shame because I'd, it would have been nice to have seen her uh, in person. Because I've not seen her since I moved from Spain in like late two thousand and nine. Uh, we've sort of <laughs> kept up on on the socials and what have you, but um, you know. And uh, if you if you are interested in that era of punk, I know we make fun of it, but you know you're supposed to if you go around. Holding bits of punk in sort of, you know, in uh, too high an esteem. S- stops being that punk, doesn't it? But um, her, <laughs> um, her book about uh, her mum, Polystyrene, um, a lovely coffee table tome, and also a movie as well. Um, I am a cliche. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, well, both of them well worth seeking out if you're interested in that. So yeah, so that's my exciting bit. So uh, I think it goes on the whole thing that um, really gutted. I'm doing a a gig in uh, Bristol, uh, VegFest, a big vegan festival, a daytime one um, on the 2nd of September. And that's the day that Viv Albertine from the Slits is doing a, a talk because um, ideally we would have gone to that one too potentially because emma's a huge slits fan and i like the slits a lot but um unfortunately while that's happening i will be in bristol which is far from leicester for those of you without a map handy but uh the whole thing finishes on the third of September so if you can get to Bristol before uh, sorry if you can get to Leicester before the 3rd of September you can go around and the exhibition's free and stuff they've got little extra stuff you know these talks and stuff but yeah so go and check that out I'll put a link in the podcast episode. So uh, what have you been up to Red? Any impromptu um, overnight stays in cities you wouldn't normally consider going to?
1: No but I am about to do that because this weekend it's one of our uh, friends weddings down in oxford oh. so i'm going to a, a a wedding um and i have to be very careful about what i say about the wedding because my partner is <laughs> my partner is in the room with me ah. <laughs> and if i am in any way from
0: inside the house <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh,
1: but no i'm very much looking forward to it I love social engagements. Mm, yes.
0: Just like people who consume as much weed as you do often do. <laughs> <laughs> know, I'm sure you could. <laughs> She's looking at me. For the benefits of the tape, uh, Red did just turn to look at their partner just to make sure that their partner was still their partner. In that way, that happens sometimes. And it happens is unclear. When, <laughs> that's what happens when you, uh, when you podcast caffeinated
1: Absolutely true.
0: Going to be bloody Joe Rogan in here before you know it. All of these <laughs> mind-altering chemicals we're on. You ever, you ever do caffeine? You got, you guys, you ever done caffeine? That shit's fucked up. <laughs> Cleaned like three rooms in twenty minutes. Yeah, that's um. So, uh, if people are wondering, oh, normally uh, Eddie whips out an impression when they're a bit more confident that it's good. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't like Joe Rogan enough to concentrate on his voice, so that's why. Um, cool. Well, that's uh, that's fine. So we're both uh, we're both away, um, but we'll be back by the time this goes out. So um, hmm. best of luck trying to fuck up with our shit. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Uh, well, today we've got Danny Barrett from uh, the Crash Mats. Yes. And uh, Horn and Hoof Records helps out there and the Hello and Hoof podcast. Uh, Red was not available for this particular chat, so it's just Danny and myself, which is a shame, but uh, I think it's pretty good. Danny is an incredibly enthusiastic and uh, knowledgeable, very keen guy. And I think it shows. Um, check out the Crash Mats, they are really, really good fun. Sadly, we couldn't put this out before the um Hello and Who Festival, which uh, was in Oldham, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh had some good stuff. There was um we might as well I don't know if you spotted any of this drama on the old uh on the old Facebook, but uh Ooh. before the festival, well well, let me tell you um you're going to be very glad you've got a cup of coffee to clutch between both hands whilst looking <laughs> scandalized red i promise you um a uh, a band one of many were booked to do this festival and they uh they showed up they'd been in yeah. rebellion yeah uh they showed up they watched a band yeah then they told danny that they wouldn't be able to play their set, as they had to return to Rebellion Oh, to do press.
1: <laughs> Which, like, can I add, is punk as fuck. <laughs>
0: like, sorry guys,
1: we, we can't do our punk rock show, we've got to go and talk to the press.
0: <laughs> well, also uh, when you find out uh, one of the press that they spoke to was the Daily Express. Oh. Yes, uh, for those of you from outside of the United Kingdom, the Daily Express... Her, I think, I don't know if they've stopped it now, but for many, many years after her death, they yeah. featured yeah. at least one picture of Princess Diana on their front covers per week. Yeah, Long after, long, long, long after that woman was no longer around. Obviously, when that happened, lots of newspapers had lots of pictures on her for quite a while afterwards. I understand how news works but when it was sort of you know 2014 yeah. and they're still going would uh, and it, normally it was sort of um, what would Diana think of Harry's wife brackets she's black you know Th- i mean yeah. the brackets were suggested but yeah so um so yeah. so if you uh if you ever see um the band slacker um,
1: wow, you're naming them and everything. This is yeah. brutal.
0: Nah, fuck it. Um <laughs> this uh yeah. Well slacker, but don't worry. Um you can tell that they're the real deal because they removed the E from their name and replaced it with another R.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Slackr. Or slack. <laughs> Actually, if they were called slack, I'd quite like it, but uh, they're not. Um also I'm I mean if you have a look at them it does look like a gen uh, a gen x dad is trying to get his uh, gen z kids really into the same rock as him <laughs> I, don't know if Red, Red I mean this is
1: up... not good press is it
0: it's not no um but yeah so uh, so yeah so that but that, there was quite a bit of uh, stuff on the old uh, on the old punk rock facebook which is again the least punk rock way of doing it but you know this is this is punk rock for elder millennials we uh you know we still use Facebook I'm afraid <laughs> but yeah so um so yeah so that was uh that was quite a quite a thing and I just wanted to bring that up because some people might be listening thinking oh but Danny's got a few things to say about that. I guarantee you he fucking does. But sadly it hadn't happened uh at this point. So
1: because. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to dwell on it, but like, sure. so they they drove to the gig. They drove from Blackpool
0: to Oldham, which is not a short, yeah. it's not a short distance. No. It's at least
1: like an hour.
0: Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy an hour. Uh, presumably with all their gear as well. Yeah. And then watched a band as well. Didn't even sort of, <laughs> like, if they if... If you were like if you had, if it was what for whatever reason, I don't see how going to do press is more important than playing a DIY gig. You know, like a DIY festival, you know, if you were that punk you'd know which side your bread was buttered. But
1: There was clearly a band at Rebellion that they really wanted to see.
0: <laughs> that or they watched the band who was on before them and went, We can't beat that or I don't know. It's it's but it's mad that like It's odd, you- yeah, it's odd. It is odd because let's let's say some mad idea that came to them and they thought, no, the honorable thing to do would be to go there and tell them to their face that we can't do this. Not going to just send a text or, you know, call up and, and drop them in. We're going to go there, look them in the eye and say, we're really sorry. We can't do this. There'd be some deranged honor system in that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you, you can sort of go, well, maybe someone would think that was a good idea. I, don't but you know but to turn up like watch a band and then go oh by the way we're not doing this um the daily express wants to know
1: just i mean just just stay influences are just stay at rebellion and pretend you've got a flat tire
0: just yeah <laughs> just find a stock picture of someone from the aa uh that's the automobile association um <laughs> so keep forgetting we have an international audience uh yes um (laughs) unfortunately people go oh do you not have Alcoholics Anonymous in the UK we do it's just confusing yeah um so you know an AA meeting could be um getting coverage for when you break down or it Mm -hmm. could be one step at a time you know one day at a time it's but you know either of them say you need to go to a meeting that's fine uh or say you've got a flat tire exactly so um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no um they've Pretty much blotted their copybook. If you want to hear more about that, actually, uh, Midlife Punk podcast, their interview with Pew Pew Pew. Uh, oh, cool! They talk about that in the intro to that. <clears throat> anyway, speaking of intros, we've got Danny Barrett on now, so uh, we'll see you on the other side of it. See yous. And that's happening right now. I'm joined by Danny Barrett. Danny, how are you?
2: I'm about myself.
0: Yes, good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um please uh introduce yourself to our listeners. Um uh, who are you? What do you do? How do you fit into the world of punk rock and all the rest of it?
2: Uh I'm Danny Barrett. I'm uh lead singer and bass player in the Crash Mats. We've been going since 2008. Um and uh we're, we're a punk band. We play ska songs and punk songs. It's a mix of everything. Um or both flavors. Um, <laughs> I've also we also uh, I put on gigs in Oldham. I've been doing that for eleven years now, so we have a lot of DIY punk bands coming uh, from all over the world. We've had we've got a band from Brazil playing in August in Oldham. So that's a bit of a <laughs> <an> <laughs> achievement. Um, so uh, and and then for about a year now, I've been doing this um, video podcast on YouTube called uh, Hello and Hoof where I uh, interview. DIY punk bands that I know that are friends and um we it's sort of an interview sort of me taking the piss out of them for uh for half an hour or so uh, on the internet every week which is uh fun. Uh fun to do. <laughs> 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 so yeah that, that's myself really yeah and that's called Hello and Hoof by the way yeah. Yes. That's me really. Yeah uh, yeah I've been uh playing gigs up and down the country for a long time in the Crash Mats and uh having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah.
0: Amazing. So um so who are some of the uh, the bands on the label?
2: Um, at the minute, uh, so there's ourselves, uh, there's an acoustic actor, uh, Sally Pepper, um, T.O. Rico, who are a little bit grungy. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, there was a band called Hummer, who were a bit uh, sort of, I'd describe them as a bit like Warrington's No Use for a Name.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, it was about time Warrington got something good.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they've, they've recently just split up um but oh. the guys are sort of farming something new so uh i'm sure they'll be uh will be putting some out right so, yeah so yeah so you know do our, do our best to help out fans and and whatnot
0: amazing that's uh that's great uh, we 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 love having uh sort of grassroots um uh promoters and now a a label and stuff like that on uh, on here we've had uh, a couple of the guys who uh, work out of the new cross new inn cross. in yeah. london yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um had uh, uh, you know, Ollie and Paul from them and all sorts of stuff, and uh, Stu from the face down uh, club night and stuff like that. So, we've finally got uh, finally got a label. We've got uh, we've got the, the Northwest own Fat Mike, the uh, the <laughs> record label impresario.
2: I mean, well, no, I I, mean, <laughs> I i help out with the label more than I don't own it, but yeah, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I help out a lot with it and sort of like, yeah, um. Mm. Do my best with it and to help out other people. So I wouldn't say I'm the fat Mike. I'm more uh, the El Hefe. Maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take the Jefe. The one the one who's often reg- uh, credited in the liner notes as the talent. Sure, why not? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. I can't help but notice we don't we don't currently video um, these podcasts um, because we just don't have the time to put into editing and stuff. But you have uh, you've got all of your or some of your No Effects vinyl displayed. Yeah. Behind
2: you, yeah, if I had all of it displayed, I think it'd take up most of the room and I won't be able to, to wonder about. I have got quite a lot, yeah, um, and i as I've just picked out some choice stuff, just so I don't forget <laughs> what I'm talking about <laughs> oh perfect, you know there's so many songs and and I am I am a big fan of them, so yeah, um. I'm a bit of a I'm a I'm a collector. I, I read comic books. I collect vinyl, and I'm I'm really interested in so I'm wearing a well. Green
0: Arrow shirt as we speak. So uh... well,
2: well done, well done. I, I like <laughs> No, that. exactly I like what that. you mean. I'm i I'm, a, I'm more a uh, uh, Marvel man myself. Uh,
0: sure, sure.
2: Silver Surfer and Deadpool. Uh, ah, that's my stuff. So
0: okay. X Men are my favourite Marvels.
2: Yeah, I've got a lot of the '90s stuff. Uh, oh, I cool. I reread a lot of that in uh, lockdown, so that was, uh, that
3: was uh, lovely. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, so uh no effects, uh one of my big vinyl collections along with uh Snuff and uh band fucked up, which I wanted to mention to Red because they uh he was talking about a prog prog rock punk band. And if he if you want if he wants a prog rock punk band, listen to Fucked Up from Canada.
0: Oh yeah, good yeah, idea. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll make a note of.
2: yeah, they're definitely uh definitely up. They'd be they'd be up their street definitely.
0: Excellent. I'll I'll mention it to them tomorrow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, well, you're we, you're you're a huge fan of No Effects. When yeah. did that start? Do you remember the first time you heard No Effects?
2: Yes, yes, I do. I remember vividly the first time I heard. them. It was '96, uh, which is when we first I first got into punk soul. Um, the guitarist in the Crash Mats, uh, <laughs> Senor Royales. He, I've known him since I was five. Yeah, five. Right. Mm. And um, he one day he lives around the corner from my grandma. He used to look after us on a weekend when my mum and dad worked. He came around one day with a um, a Crass record, a Conflict <laughs> record, Dead Kennedy CD, and a, a a tape of. On one side it was uh, White Trash, and on the other side it was Punk and Dublin.
4: Wow.
2: And, uh, he we he played all of this to me. Completely blew my mind and was like, right, we're starting a band now, and uh, this is the music we're going to play. Wow. So, yeah, so that was... Uh, and then we I discovered my uncle was into punk back in the 70s and all that, and so we went into the loft at my grandma's house and found all his old records, all the um, buzzcocks and the Sex Pistols and the Clash and, the, oh, and stuff like the Dickies. Is, he was really into the Dickies as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've got a load of early Dicky singles and i just think some of that's amazing like even now the dickies and the toy dolls as well he's into the toy dolls so i've you know,
0: i've been I've, I've been listening to the toy dolls a lot lately i I've, I've sort of always known they were there but i've only really sort of started dipping in there's some really great stuff i really really like i've really always i've always thought they were proper good fun but yeah forget what if, olga's guitar playing is just unnecessary
2: like <laughs> just so surplus to requirement but brilliant it's so good the whole bandit like sometimes yeah. the bass runs and stuff like that you just think what's going on here Why, like you know every, during lockdown i took it upon myself to say and learn a punk song on the bass you know so like start off on a monday by picking a song and by hmm. friday knowing it full and just you know not even to be able to look at the tab or anything like that yeah and uh i gave up by tuesday on, on some of the <laughs> by those ones definitely yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's insane although they're they're it's weird they're like a super group now because duncan from snuff is in them and uh yeah. tommy from goober patrol Goob-tooled it's in
2: them. yeah 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 it's yeah, yeah.
0: it's just you know it, but then they're i think they're one of those that are sort of massive in i i haven't done any research but i imagine they're massive in japan and germany yeah. and i and you just you know when you just go i bet half of their mortgage is paid off just on those two nations. And <laughs> largely, you know, you, you sort of go, oh, I, I know where they go three months a year, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, they know where their bread's buttered. Absolutely, Definitely. yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and, and quite right too. Hey, If you can make a living doing what you enjoy, then uh, you're the envy of everyone, really.
2: You're right. you're right. And I think there is subtle influence on no effects as well. Um, because I've seen Mike's face light up whenever someone mentions toy dolls around him. Yeah. And I think there's certain songs that there are people like to say, oh, they've taken the Bad Religion uh, harmonies, and they have in places. Mm. But there's other songs where they've taken the Toy Dolls, yeah, harmonies, uh, like Leave It Alone. Uh, that's a that's a Toy Doll song.
0: It it I'm is, and it. and also the uh, the the doing a song about someone weird who you know exactly.
2: That's <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah,
0: that's such a Toy Dolls move, you know, or yeah, um. Definitely. Something, I mean, you know, one of my favourite toy doll songs, "Fiery Jack." It's about deep heat. <laughs> it, it's it, it's about muscle soothing ointments, and it's not a it's not like a metaphor for the government. It's no, just about it's that. Just it's about it's...
2: that, and that's why I love them. And that's that's yeah. my blend of punk that I <laughs> love. That stupid, uh, fast, stupid songs uh, about nothing. Yes, yeah. that's this sort of like corner niche that I love, but there's no name for that <laughs> oh, I don't, no
0: no, to there's one. uh afterdulcor, <laughs> I suppose after- ca- old I don't know Dolcor, it, well, yeah, well, I have to call it something actually, you that's
2: know New general now
0: well, that's it well um, i I was listening to. Christa Makes from Less Than Jake does his podcast where he goes through songs with the writers and yeah. you know, he mainly calls up his you know, for the first however long he was calling up his mates. So it was all punk stuff, which was really, really cool. Yeah. But they had um one of the Vandals, I forget which one, doing uh Oi to the World. Right. And and he said, well, the thing is, is that when we started out, we were pretty much an oi band who didn't shout oi because we wanted to be the Toy Dolls. who we were an oi band who didn't shout oi. Yeah. And I was like, of course the vandals are the Toy Dolls. Of
2: course they are. Of but, course they are. That's
0: but exactly it never it. even crossed my mind. They've got songs about having a mullet and, you know, all this, you know. I was like, it's obvious,
2: isn't it? Oh, they, yeah, it totally is. They've got a song about what the offspring getting sued by Agent Orange so yeah, you know, and <laughs> taking the mic out of Agent Orange for doing it. So yeah, so, yeah, they're, they're completely the, the American uh, idols, definitely.
0: That's yeah, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's just one of those. I just to stop the podcast and just you know when you sort of receive a piece of information and the world just makes that little bit more sense. You, oh,
5: whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah,
0: so yeah. that was pretty uh pretty well. So so how sorry? How old were you then when um when you were played Crass uh, well, and No Effects in the uh, same
2: day? Thirteen.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
2: Yeah. So I was a Roman Catholic high school kid. Oh right. And the first song he played me was "So What" by Crass, and it just that just completely blew my mind. And I mean, we we're, we're from Oldham, so we were a bit thick, and we're like on top of a hill in like isolated from everybody else a little bit. I mean, yeah, Manchester's yeah. not too far away, but back then it was too expensive to get to on the bus. So yeah, yeah, um, we very rarely went. So we just could buy music what was in H and Yeah. Um. So. I remember for years we called AFI Affy. <laughs> because we bought a compilation and there was no dots between the letters on the back. Oh. So was, they, they they were called Affy and they had a girl singer because <laughs> it sounded like a girl. So
0: same thing uh, when when Placebo came out and loads of uh, loads of loads of indie lads were like, "You seen that Placebo? She's fucking fit, man." <laughs> and. Uh, and then they found out, well, what's her name? Brian. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, really, really angry about about the Fitbird yeah. from Placebo. Yeah. Well, that was, that that was back
2: in the... Ta- so that's 95. Like, So this is before the internet and all that. So I didn't even know what they looked like at all. Yeah. All we yeah. had to go off was the cartoon drawing of Very Proud of You that was on the inlay of this uh, yeah compilation CD from Nitro Records. So, yeah, that was... You know, we didn't know what any of them looked like or anything, yeah. And that was,
0: yeah, and that was before there was any sort of spooky stuff going on. That was when they were still sort of quite, yeah, just a quite hardcore, hardcore. yeah.
2: We thought, oh, brilliant! This is a hardcore band with a girl singer, and they sound great, yeah. And and, and so we'd be like in clubs going, Have you ever heard of a band called Affy with a girl singer? and people are like, No, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I'll never find that band, <laughs> then like it, yeah, it uh, dawned on me a while ago
0: <laughs> so I'm into some pretty pretty underground shit. you won't have heard of it it's uh it's really cool. I'm really big on affy, yeah <laughs> oh God, yeah. you're accidentally posing that's incredible exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> but, but that's it isn't it and but if, I mean, it's like no effects were the same. they didn't put them themselves, and I still yeah. don't think they tend to put pictures it, themselves. they put the pictures of picture other people
2: had was the the one on ribbed yeah, that was the only picture that existed for a long time or that you know that were, but then i got a video of uh what's that video called 10 years of fucking up. oh yeah and uh that just yeah that and the the vans walk for video that got, yeah. they got sort of glued into my vhs place so I, after a while i knew what they looked like yeah um but it took me a long time to see the dead kennedys for the first time which is, <laughs> <laughs> right? you know just a, a picture of them i never knew what they looked like. I was like in my 20s i think
0: yeah, no, they, yeah, they they were so because they just had the burning cop car on fresh fruit, and then because they were so big on like artwork yeah. and the the artwork being as as um, vital and sort of uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for as sort of confrontational as the uh, as the music that the but pictures themselves was sort of quite that's what the Bay City Rollers did that wasn't. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, wasn't for
0: they, wasn't for punks. So um, yeah, yeah. They,
2: they put a picture of a different band on the back of the front cover of the first album. They
0: right? did. Yeah, you
2: know um,
0: they got really. Was it like a Tabernacle Choir or something? It was. Yeah. It was something like that, wasn't but it? Yeah, they,
2: they, they got. I've got that album with that picture on somewhere. Um, but yeah, they got really in trouble for that. Um, yeah, yeah, they did. It, <laughs> it's
0: it's always it's always amazing the first time you hear Jellyby Biafra speak.
2: Oh God! Yeah, I've been to a spoken word gig of his. Yeah. It was supposed to be an hour long. Um, uh he left after about two and a half. And he, he was still going full start. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> it's, it's sort of you know, this this singing and then and then the f- most important thing you have to remember and uh, it's like wow.
2: What? Whoa Eddie, yeah. what you've got to remember. I'm...
0: Yeah, An yeah. important thing, yeah. And he's I've said this before, so uh regular listeners yawn you with your mouth closed. But um only, only Jello and Johnny Rotten think that by saying something you don't believe in a stupid voice is still like the height of like cutting sarcasm. Huh? <laughs> oh, my favorite president's Ronald Reagan. It's like, oh, sick burn.
2: <laughs>
0: I wouldn't like to be Reagan well, right now.
2: You know, Jello did bring us uh, No Means No, and uh, uh, what's the guy with the keyboard? Uh, Wesley Willis. Oh, oh, no, I
0: absolutely love Jello Biafra. I just, exactly. I just, I just love the. Uh, I just love that he still thinks that that is cutting. I, I find it quite charming in a way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sort of, it's that's so sort of earnest and sarcastic all at once. It's really impressive.
2: It's amazing. Yeah,
0: absolutely wonderful. So, um, so that, so that was that. How, how long after we are forming a band that sound like this yeah. to the actual band happening?
2: Ooh, um. Not too long, to be fair. Probably about a year it took us about a year, and then we started. We played a gig. We just started playing gigs in Oldham and and mm. Rochdale and the surrounding areas, really. And and then you know GCSEs happened, and yeah. you know stuff like that. Uh, work happened and stuff, and then uh, we kept going, but just kept changing the name. So we, I mean, we we started off being called the Ungovernable Force <laughs> for the conflict album, and I none am- of us could spell that. So we quickly changed the perfect government, and then uh, it just became a succession of stupider names. And then we got to where we are, basically you know, me and rolls and we've got a drummer Chris, who's been with us for eight years now. And that's the, the main thing. It's just been me and Rolls and after, you know, drummers. And every time we've got a new drummer, we've changed the name.
0: <laughs> got you. So, so sort of as the as the sort of the style changed, or is it just changed um, to get on with you? Presumably, getting better at your instruments and yeah, being able yeah. to accommodate new styles, yeah. Definitely,
2: you know. Yeah. Back to the thing about us being a bit stupid. We used to think brass were scar part, <laughs> um, just because we'd never heard it properly, yeah. and we just yeah. saw it written down in Kerrang. um, so we didn't, you know, we didn't fully understand it, um, but yeah, we so we, so yeah, we, I think we've, we we like no effects. I wouldn't want to listen to our early stuff. <laughs> um. <laughs> well look don't,
0: don't worry about that i knew someone who swore down that rocket from the crypt was scar and it transpired they'd never heard them but they had seen them and they had like matching shirts quiffs and trumpets so it was like, you're not gonna hear a lot of upstrokes from those guys mate it's not it's really not that but you know it's but there's no, no, nothing quite as certain as a 13 year old who hasn't got a clue what they're on about. Exactly. There's yeah. the yeah. certainty of that. If I could harness just a tenth of that now, I'd be able to make real decisions that would improve my life. But <laughs> as it is, I'm not gonna.
2: Yeah. If I go go back then and just, I'll give myself a slap as well. Because I'm, I remember cutting a t shirt down because I'd seen Johnny Rotten wearing a jumper that was like cut around the nipples, like oh yeah, any jumper down. I I did that with a jumper that said San Diego on it, and put my swimming badges on, and went to a gig just like that. You know, at like fourteen. Uh, you know, I was like what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on here?
0: The those swimming badges. That's good. I I I think that's brilliant. It was like I don't know if you're a fan of Doctor Who, but um, the uh, the uh era of Sylvester McCoy
2: oh yeah, yeah, yeah he
0: had um he had Ace as his companion and yeah. she had a bomber jacket with loads of patches on it because they wanted yeah. to make her look kind of rock but they were all like tourist patches from places and like 20 different football teams and it was it, it you know it was so it was just sort of like it was like well sort of it is a jacket and it was also like a bomber jacket so it was like oh it was a jacket with patches but it wasn't it was more a of jacket a with patches
2: it. It was more of a skinny type jacket. Yeah, 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 it
0: was yeah, basically, yeah. So um <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, and it was just sort of so close and just yeah, the, whatever the props department just had a bag of whatever and just slung it all together. <laughs> I mean, this this was 80s BBC, so the the and also they were trying to get rid of Doctor Who at the time, so the money was not being poured into it. Nah. I That's a different podcast. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so um <laughs> So that's uh, that sort of thing. So um, you sort of essentially been been in in this same band, yeah, yeah, um, for all intents and purposes since thirteen.
2: Pretty much, yeah, yeah. We had our first gig um, in front of thirteen priests, which was (laughs) strange. Uh, We got it. Yeah, we met our drummer, our first drummer, about four hours before our first gig. Wow. Um, So yeah, it, it, it was we went to a Catholic school, it was all mm. set up by the church and i'll oh, let the kids have a fun day. Um <laughs> oh these lads want to be in a band let them play and um they didn't realize we were a punk band and uh yeah it was it was uh, just a, a strange day for the start that that gig um I, I remember I didn't know there was any priests there and being a punk rocking kid I, I I grabbed the microphone as I got on a stage and I said if you don't like us you can fuck off and then I looked at the <laughs> crowd saw all these priests going ah. back at me and a, a couple of kids that i knew and that was it <laughs> wow yeah. that's
0: so, that's pretty great though I, I, i've got to admit about, i mean that, yeah. I, I mean the tableau in my mind is probably slightly cooler than what it actually was but i'm gonna leave it like that i think it's better <laughs> never let the truth get in the way as it were
2: yeah exactly
0: exactly Isn't well um i think we're going to uh bounce into the uh the questions now i'm i'm, I'm interested about this because uh We've had to uh, postpone this recording at least once. Yeah. Uh, and you said that uh, some of these answers to the, the questions you've been uh, trying to put into, uh, pre- you know, you've, you've actually had time and you've uh, gone a little further than some people might have done. So that's, uh, that's exciting. But we'll, we'll take them in order as yeah. always. Um, do you have a favourite No Effects song?
2: <laughs> so this was hard. Yeah, I tried my best to sort of like whittle it down as much as I could.
0: We we were absolutely all right for honourable mentions as well. So uh, you good, know,
2: good good because I've got I've got two. I've okay. down to two. Uh, so my two favourites are uh, Liza and Louise, hmm. and uh, we threw gasoline on the fire, and now we got some arms and no eyebrows. Cool. Um, I think we threw gasoline is like a a, a proto decline almost in a way. Yeah, it's yeah. Because I'm a bass player, I've tried to play it on the bass, and it's all over the fucking place. Um, mm. It doesn't make sense, and it is really like three or four songs put in for one, as he's wanting to do. Recently. Yeah. Um. So, and it was it's 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 on a Punk Arama. I think it's on Punk Arama three. Yes. So he's one of the first ones I heard that wasn't an album track. Yeah. Um. But and Liza and Louise is just the first one I always think of when I think of No Effect. That album mm. white twice just yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of, of the course. first ones I heard. So they that just sticks in my mind. But I've got so many others like Olive Me or All of Me. That yeah. was on a, that's on a physical fatness three. Oh, yeah, yeah. An amazing I still can't play that bass line. Um, <laughs> but it's an amazing cover of a, like a Willie Nelson Tim, Oh, Patti. it's
0: an old jazz standard.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh there's that one and then um uh Eddie, Bruce and Paul. <laughs> it's just hmm. The death of John Smith. Oh yeah, drugs are good. See her pee. Right, two on glue, and I'm telling Tim. Um, are two amazing songs as well. Hmm. Um, but like I, when I first heard them, I I got a, I'd had a, a compilation record from Germany called Two Hundred Proof Punk, and it's two on glue, but on the back it's called I am going to tell Tim. <laughs> and then when when So Long comes out they've got a song called I'm Telling Tim. And yeah. it's completely different. From, I'm like, oh, right. Well, that's a different song then. And then, <laughs> yeah, um, can't remember if it's Fuck the Kids or if it's Surfer, that's that one of them. It's on Fuck the Kids. Fuck the Kids, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's an amazing. Song. And then, it, I've Become a Cliché is a favourite of mine at the minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just because the, the fandom, because like, I've been into them for so long, the albums are sort of like, I know they're always there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sort of trying to catch Pokemon now, almost with them. Like I'm trying to find the most rare songs, and you know, I'm going. So, like, what I've become a cliche is, it's. I just think it's a really good song. It, it's got it's got everything in it. Like, so Mike's talking a lot in it about sort of drug use, or you, you know, asking people mm. if you have got any drugs, and and then F.A.'s playing the. Trumpet on it, and at one point Effie fucks up, and you can hear him shout "fuck" <laughs> yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah. There's just it's just an, a, a weird little ditty that they kind of do every now and again. So I like, like screaming for change, that kind of thing. But hmm. yeah, it just it, that always sticks in my head. And then some of the covers as well, like Fan Mail and Golden Boys. Those Their two, version
0: of Golden Boys is brilliant. It's, I've,
2: it's fantastic.
0: It's so good. The sound it's, is massive. It's just. I mean, because yeah. I, like that was on one of the. Was that on regaining unconsciousness or something like that?
2: It's on the um, never trust a hippie.
0: Never trust a hippie. That's well, it, right. It,
2: it it came from the seven inch of the month club.
0: Right, so right, right,
2: right. It was one of them. Yeah, but
0: yeah. So that's that's where I that's where I heard it when I got the never trust a hippie uh, EP. Yeah, and um, I got that on CD, and I, I just remember hearing it and just it just sounded huge because it starts off with some weird sort of. Clicky, you got nowhere to go, all yeah. that stuff, yeah, and yeah, then cool. just bang the out. It, it sounds huge. Sorry, say again.
2: Have you ever, have ever heard the original?
0: The it's a. I don't know who that's by. Who's
2: it? The um, weird band, the Vagina Dentata. Oh,
0: Dentata, Vagina Dentata. Yeah. That's it. yeah. Yes, because um, for ages I thought it was the Germs, and I've no idea why. well, uh,
2: it's Darby's last song he ever wrote, but they never got to record it. And oh. uh, the vagina dentata is there. That's Pat Smith, Pat smear, and the the rest of the germs. Oh, okay, um, cool. And that song came out on like a flip side, fanzine compilation LP. Oh, okay, right, yeah. So- and and it, clearly Fat Mike on that because he's done they've done that, and there's a cover the the germs forming is on that, and they, no yes. they've North has done a cover of that as well. So yeah. So we clearly on that one. Yeah, point. yeah, that
0: one that one was the that one was a really important one, yeah. <laughs> I think he said his uh I think his um his uh the seven inch he would save from the flames uh is uh bullet by the misfits, his right. copy of that. I think he's got an original pressing of that from back in the day. And uh said uh yeah, that's the one that he would uh he would uh keep.
2: I've I've never really thought of that. <laughs> I don't, I don't
0: no no no, that. well what well, one doesn't but uh, yeah. I think he was on he was on a um he was on a uh, a podcast about vinyl specifically. Right. And right. and talking about, you know, the what he likes about it, why he still uses it and all that kind of thing. It was it was a very I I don't th- I think the um I think the podcast host was used to much more vanilla than my you know and all this kind of stuff so he's like because he's you know but anyway um yeah so uh yeah all that kind of thing but now that's it the 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 seven inches and the vinyl uh rarity and stuff is something that no effects have really maintained throughout their career haven't they've you know yeah they've got got a
2: bit more cheekier with it recently Mm -hmm. and fat rack have in general i think um They've they've started to do more coloured stuff and yeah um, different variations of stuff. Whereas they used to just do one coloured version and then it was the black version and that that was it. Yeah.
0: Um you know well, it's, it's a much more popular now than it was even five years ago. Oh, yeah. The, Definitely, the th- yeah. I was in I don't go there very often, but every so often if there's an HMV around I, I have a look in out of sheer nostalgia. <laughs> and the vinyl section it's all like oh Forty Licks by the Rolling Stones, Appetite for yeah. Destruction. It's all it's all old records, just what being new pressed new. new. It's like,
1: yeah. what was
2: the point in that? <laughs> like, yeah, I, uh, it, I, I, I nearly lost my rag one day when I I walked into Sainsbury's and they had a, a vinyl stand in Sainsbury's and they were selling like Queen's Greatest. The fire, I just come. Oh no, no, what are you doing this for? What is this yeah. For? so yeah, yeah. But that I'm I'm am I'm a big fan of the. No effect vinyl, and then and the, the 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 stuff that came out just on vinyl, like the seven inch of the Muff stuff, is some of my favourite stuff, especially mm. the early, the first version of that, the two thousand and seven, right? Uh, seven inch of the Month. Some of my favourite songs are are from that sort of run. Um, yeah, I'll talk more about them in the lyrics. Bit, but yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. great. I thought, but we
0: were we uh, did an episode with Lily from the Meths. And because oh, yeah. they're on um, Bottles to the Ground. Right. And I didn't realize Bottles to the Ground only released 10 inch vinyls. Right. That's the everything they release is 10 is inch vinyls. So the MEFs had an album. Yeah. And then they had to cut it down into two EPs so <laughs> that it could be released parts one and two. So yeah, it was, but you know.
2: Oh, I mean, we could do that. We could release it on a 10 inch, but I think one side would have to be etched. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <be.
0: laughs> yeah, it was just uh it was just a very strange um a strange thing. But then people have always played with vinyl. Billy Bragg's first album was it was twelve inch, but it was forty five RPM or something like that. It was right. it was it was the rock so yeah. John Peel played it, but on he played speed. it at the wrong speed and then, are like, oh, I better change that. Sorry, I didn't really put it on that way then and um came back and so I always liked oh,
2: hey. the factory record one with the jury uh, column where they put it in sandpaper. So that <laughs> the outside layers would ruin your collection. But oh, yeah, yeah. It was weighted in a, in a way that it actually ruined the record because it walked the record over time because of the weight of the sandpaper. <laughs> the so, well done there, Tony. Another great idea from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, had yeah, so many good
0: ones. Well, there's, yeah, I mean, the, I think the, uh, the best um, stunt like that it was in the seventies when uh, Kiss ran a competition to what was Marvel. I don't know, but they it, it, they ran a competition that you could get a photo of Kiss without their makeup on.
2: All oh, right, right.
0: And there were five of these sent out across the US, and they came in these sealed, tamper-proof packaging.
2: Yeah.
0: And after an hour, the picture would have completely faded. So they looked at it, and before you could get journos round take a photo of it sell it off after an hour it was just gone
3: amazing yeah i'm awesome. like you know
0: what it's you say what you like about kiss that is a fantastic piece of work that's exactly. just absolutely cracking <laughs> so uh yeah I, I i you can't do that anymore because you know any everyone knows what everyone looks like i remember when uh slipknot tried it and it was like it was a matter of weeks before pictures yes. of them without their mask somewhere online hey nice try you know exactly. they, they well, gave well,
2: it We'll never find out who the acrobats are, truly. But No,
0: uh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not unless you uh not unless you go into the uh the office of uh kids TV production uh <laughs> places in the US and go, Oh, it's all of this lot. Like, oh, how how could you tell? Um except, except for the one who's made all the money in uh in Blink 182 but you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really, really funny because uh, he seems so placid and they're like, okay, you've got to wear this bodysuit and this weird helmet. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever.
2: Well, no, apparently that was the point where he was like, no, are you taking the piss?
0: Oh, really? Oh, Yeah, right. he
2: um, he was happy with it, you know, for the pictures of the album cover and all that. Oh, right. When the first gig came up, they were like, uh, right, okay, we put the gear on and, and and the MC back commander went over to Travis. Like, right, you know, going to put the gear on? He's like, no, what are you talking about? Right. yeah, have right. a bit of a conversation. Oh,
0: no. That. How does that not come up? <laughs> he
2: probably that's... wasn't listening when they were talking about it, to be that, fair.
0: That, that's almost like, would you like to join the Acrobats? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so well, this one, then it goes to the Scar bit. Well, I'm not playing Scar.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you've joined the Acrobats. Don't you know what you've signed up for? Anyway, um, yeah. we've, we've digressed, but uh, wonderfully. Uh, so, yeah. Well, clearly, um, you have access to pretty much everything they've recorded by the looks of it. So, do you have a favorite No album?
2: I had a bad time. so White Trash and obviously Punk and Drop It were the first ones I heard. Hmm. They've got a big sort of yeah, you know, thing in my memory. And and I think that run from Ribbed to um, So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes is like the best run of albums hmm. you know a band's ever done. I mean... Essentially, essentially
0: the the 90s for no effects. Exactly, yeah. You know,
2: yeah. I, I just... I mean, every petting zoo's got its problems. <laughs> and um, there's bits of, you know, rib that are a bit too metal. um, But overall, it, it it's great. So, to be fair, I've picked... Uh, I heard this up live. Because yeah. that sort of encompasses that time apart from... Uh, so long and thanks for all the shoes, but everyone picks that. Uh, yeah. They don't. Everyone picks that because they don't want to pick Punk and uh, <laughs> So yeah,
0: hot uh, takes being spewed forth and like it. I like it. <laughs> I, like it.
2: Well, I I also wanted to pick fuck the kids or surfer as well because I, I yeah. think I can do the dishwasher like unload the dishwasher and load it back up and it's done. You know the album like those are done like they're, they're yeah. over with that thing i suppose. Uh,
0: I suppose absolutely you could, um i i mean I should really say favorite release because we're we're perfectly happy for people I mean some people have said the decline, and it's like that's an e p you're fine with that, so you know it, it it just whatever whatever single uh disc release you know that's fine, yeah.
2: but yeah, fuck the kids off, sir. and I can't pick between those two because the that's like I say right up my alley of hmm. what I like about no effects stupid songs. <laughs> um, you know, my name's Bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the, uh I can't remember the, the other the other stuff on that Like, well, the fuck the kids and you know, Jew said, yeah, what, what, yeah, uh, you know, party anymore and go to work wasted and stuff like that. It's yeah, just, yeah. I love it. I love that kind of stuff. So, for me, yeah, those two are. Oh, I heard they suck live. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I heard they suck live is. I think I heard that one the most for a little while. Yeah. Because um, I sort of got into it. When I got into them, got introduced to them, So Long was probably just released or just right. about to be released. Right. But it was, we were all sort of reliant on each other for people were getting different bands. Yeah. Like people go, oh, well, this is my band. Yeah. And so someone already had no effect so you knew you had access because we'd just be taping them off each other and stuff so you knew someone had access to that you go oh, i'll get that eventually yeah once so i find a tape i don't want anymore you know to you know cover it up and do all that so yeah so those one that which is why sort of, for me so long is just ubiquitous and i can't even pick favorite songs off of it i think of it oh. as a single piece of piece music of world, you know right? like a yeah. one one whole thing yeah. like if i hear one of the songs if it like if my Music players on shuffle, and I don't hear the following song. I, I do get a little bit itchy. It's 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 just one of those ingrained exactly things, isn't know.
2: it? Yeah. There's certain songs where you've got to hear them in a row. It because I we we heard, um we had White Trash and then Punk and Drublik on one on a tape. Hmm. I can't hear the start of Fleas without thinking my mates about to interrupt and say, "Oh shit!" and then stop, and then it kicks back in because it was on, recorded on a tape.
3: Right, Um, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I just it's ingrained in your head, ingrained in my mind with that kind of stuff. So that's why I sort of I don't really listen to it as much as as I used to, but I still put it on. Yeah. Um, you know, um, every now and again, but it's just, yeah, it's not as the because I just know it's there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course. Always be there. Yeah. That's
0: uh, to be the the. The permanence of no effects is one of the reasons we started this podcast because right. they announced they were stopping touring and winding down a lot, yeah, and it was like, what oh, they yeah. were, I mean I don't know what 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 month they they did their first rehearsal or whatever, but no effects are the same age as me, and yeah. so basically, I've only ever existed in a world with no effects, and then that's yeah. going to change, and that's really weird
2: i think I think I'm a year <clears throat> older than them right, probably. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but it's just such a strange thought. It's like they've yeah, always always been there and it's always like,
2: been there, yeah. Since I've know, got into music like properly, they they've yeah. always been there. Um yeah, they've always been around, yeah. And they've always been the sort of same way that they are where they're gonna take the piss a little bit, be serious a little bit. No effects and the Beastie Boys are the only band who could do a song where one part of it's taking the piss out of something and the other part of it's super serious. <laughs> I mean, yeah i couldn't name another band who could pull it off properly.
0: yeah oh, so, i mean i think yeah some people maybe try but you're either sort of a very po faced sort of you know rage against the machine or anti-flag or th- those kind of you know uh, talking about very serious things and you know Definitely. with some and and doing it really really well with some great tunes and stuff yeah or they're sort of yeah, the vandals aren't addressing the prison system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really, yeah. And you wouldn't want them to either. Well, <clears> m- <throat> mainly because one of them's like quite a quite a right wing Republican. So I definitely wouldn't want to hear their views on the prison oh, system. It's oh, <laughs> so, a yeah, yeah, yeah. so holiday camp, but you know what I mean. You know, take that you know sort of perspective from it. I don't want you know. I don't want to hear. Um, yeah, I don't want to hear the Aquabats. Uh, talk about the problem that uh drug um prohibition causes in america yeah, yeah exactly
2: Pharmaceutical yeah. abuse in america
0: yeah
2: from the aquabats
0: yeah for, yeah from the acrobat. yeah oh i'm gonna take that from some cunt in a snorkel
2: yeah keep, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not gonna work is it yeah. i'd watch them try it to be fair if i would oh, found yeah, out that gone. they had released their political album i'd be the be right in line to get it oh, no, don't yeah, you worry
2: yeah i'd have to buy it just to put it in the collection but yeah absolutely <laughs> But so, i think uh, i was going back to a third district live I, be- I honestly believe i could act that out as like a drama Another, <laughs> even the in between bits between songs it's like it, yeah. it became a bit of a thing we'd do we'd like you know john parra and all that kind of you know
0: yeah
2: act it all out as we were kids so i could still probably do that now I-
0: I still occasionally say to my friend, "She pierced my butt. It was cool," <laughs> because because uh, that line just re- it was really really funny. Just it it yeah
2: yeah. They're all nubbly was uh, is is was is a line <laughs> I still use. They like to describe things. Yeah. What's 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 the dog covered in nubbly thing? Yeah, it's all nubbly.
0: It's the perfect description of a lion bar. <laughs>
2: exactly.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
0: That it brings to mind.
3: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you you don't get that from anti like. Hello everyone, Eddie here. Red and I hope you're enjoying our show. If you have been and would like to help us make it a little more easily, then you can donate to us at our coffee page, which is ko-fi.com forward slash punkrockelite, or you can look in the show notes for our link tree. If you can't help us financially, we totally understand, but would love it if you spread the word to other people who would like this podcast. We thank you for your continued support. We massively appreciate it. Back to the show.
2: You have a favorite lyric
0: from all of the, uh, all of the lyrics available.
2: Yes. So, cool. Yes, I've got a couple of these. So, <clears throat> the first one is from All My Friends in New York.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the line, how many times can you listen to Blondie? The Clash, the Ramones, and that stroke song still makes me chuckle to this day. <laughs> and I've heard it like ten, fifteen years ago now, or whatever whenever two thousand seven, whenever that came out. Yeah. So and I but I know people like that who just listen to three or four bands and that's it. They don't listen to anything else. Yeah, yeah. And and, and they've got like one song by a band that, so that just it makes me chuckle every time at that one. Um the one from, uh, this one, the my hubcaps cost more than your car. <clears throat> Have you heard that one?
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So the the, the second verse of that, um, your epitaph was written by a cardinal, your coffin was carved out of a tree, your funeral was attended by thousands, but your overdose was arranged by me. I just think that's <laughs> witty and dark at the same time. It's like yeah. one of the darkest lines I think they've ever written. Really. Yeah. Um. And do you know what, that,
0: that lyric always reminds me of Healthy Body, Sick Mind by <laughs> Operation Ivy, where he says, uh, your your sneakers cost what would feed me for a month or something like that. There's yeah. there's a line like that in there. I know he's a big Operation Ivy fan, so it may be... Yeah, big mates uh,
2: with Tim Armstrong, isn't he?
0: Like. Well, yeah, absolutely. But it may be a homage or it may be um, just remembered and, you know, stuff stays in there, doesn't it? Well,
2: the first time I heard that song, that... I think it's one of the only no effects songs that has struck me where the lyrics, I, I heard the lyrics first before I heard anything else. Right. And, and, um, I was just, wow, that's wow. You know, it's a really dark, I'm funny, I, I was laughing through it as well, you know, mm. so one of them It's it just, yeah, it, it always makes me sort of like, um, a giggle but think, whoa, that's a dark, that's a dark place they've gone there so I think for that one. Um, What were the other ones? Uh, oh yeah, all the lyrics to Hero Joanna. <laughs> um, especially the last line there. If I find plants, if God invented plants and buds that I find to abuse then who the hell are you to judge me? Um, And then also the uh, one way ticket to fuck Neckersville. Oh, this yeah. one just sticks in my head. I don't know why. It just always sticks in my mind this one Um. Is everyone supposed to be impressed with your ability to make people feel less important than you? And yeah. I, I don't know why that sticks in my mind, but it's just one of them where recall, I suppose, that. and uh, Also, CRP. Oh, yes. <laughs> just, I don't know what he's talking about in that. Um, I've never seen a woman's tits that look like, burritos that had exploded. I don't know what he's talking about. So. No, I don't. He's painting a vivid picture there though. So, and it just uh, again one of those short ones that yeah, I just love. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm guessing that is something that he did see
2: probably. Yeah. It
0: thinking. some someone was someone was either or didn't care and was just like I need a slash. I'm going between these cars. You know yeah. you know the street is really well lit. Nah. <laughs> it's gonna happen you know i'll get a song out of this yeah absolutely wait a minute not a very long song perfect (laughs) i've got i've got just the just the release for this
2: yeah i've just i've got just the weird bit just weird enough bass line for this one Uh, yeah yeah so yeah those those are the ones the lyrics wise that i've written down yeah
0: yeah no that's great it's um there's, uh, I th- I think uh, <coughs> apparently I I heard he's uh, he's doing a uh, a coffee table book of his lyrics and explaining the stories behind some of them. Brilliant. Apparently, I've- that's one of the many projects he has coming up. So oh,
2: I I I'm I'm having that. I'll buy Absolutely. That. Yeah, because there is some of that I just I don't get, and I've always wondered for years, like what is he talking about here? What yeah. is going on in this? Um, I know, like I think we threw gasoline on the fires about Tim. Yost, or whatever he's called, from Maximum Rock and Roll.
4: Uh,
0: Johannan. Uh, Tim Yohannan Yost. Tim Yost was uh, the Blue Power Ranger, wasn't he? Or was <laughs> is he Christopher Christopher Yost? No, Christopher Yost is a comic book art writer.
2: <laughs> oh my god!
0: I'm <laughs> oh not my. sure.
2: My brain's collapsed. No, yeah. it's all
0: right. I, I don't know. I, I'm certain that the Blue Power Ranger's um, surname was Yost, but. Right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. My, no, mind, my mind's
2: folding it, in on itself. So. I
0: think it's Johannan. Um,
2: yes, it is. It is. Okay, uh, good, good. Because yeah, I've said that yeah, a few yeah.
0: times now and I've still yet to check. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it
2: is. Yeah. But I think it's about him and, and Maximum Rock and Roll, that. But I'm not 100% sure. And I've just may have made that up myself. So oh, because well, so. cause
0: at the end he says, I do miss my old friend Tim.
2: Yeah. But the, the, if you look at the lyrics, he's ta- sort of talking about. um poses within punk, I think, really. A lot of the lines um in it. Like um and, and I think he's he's sort of having a go at maximum rock and roll the magazine. Like the first line, um uh, brilliant a word best describing dumb. I think he's yeah. like what probably they'd say about an album, you know, and stuff like that. You know, but I'm looking into that probably a bit too much.
4: Well one. no I think I think it's um I think it's a uh One of those uh, things, yeah.
0: It's, um, yeah, a prophet not to be made but heard. All that yes. kind of thing speaks in tongues and sarcasm. I think it's about how uh, snooty yes, the zine the got, yeah. but he that did. he really, really did like the guy who ran it. Yeah, as, as a I supp- person.
2: Yeah, uh, he got snooty with what he did as, in, in his job.
0: Started to believe his own press, which can happen to. The people who hate posers as much as it can to the posers. You know, we can all, we're all, um, there's all, always potential of getting too big for your boots, isn't it?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. Because that's where, you know, I'm telling Tim, which is a much more sort of fond, or a seemingly slightly more fond, and, you know, it's, uh, but that's it's some...
2: more jokey, I think that one. Yeah. Tongue and cheeky. We're going to have a go at your butt we're, we're Well, a... he's, He's playing. Light he's light.
0: playing the guy who'd be sucking up to Tim. Yeah. He's playing the uh, the sycophant character of. Uh, oh, did you hear they've left Lookout? Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those no, ones. Sell sell yeah, out. absolutely. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You'll not be able to play Gilman Street anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, can we gatekeep them, Tim? Can we? Can we? Can we? You know. <laughs> All that kind of good stuff, yeah, and um, and I think that yeah, I'd 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 love to see a a book of uh, a book of those lyrics explained because it's also, I mean, certainly from the actual from their band biarch, you know, the the autobiography of the band that there's so many little looks into what it was like in the eighties punk scene in Los Angeles yeah. that you don't get in places i mean you know we know what 77 in london was like yeah because well partly because of um what's his name someone savage who wrote england's dreaming which is uh, so dense yeah. but very very good well, and lots good of other one. people who go i was there i was there i was there and it's like yeah, yeah sure it's you well were.
2: documented that era wasn't it like, yeah
0: absolutely this on, right with around, like with sort of gangs and you know yeah. all of this stuff—it's like it's just another world. It's—it's it's just insane.
2: You've got that decline—the first decline of Western civilization as a. Oh yeah, yeah. Really, but that's that's about it. Um, yeah. You know, I know that there's, the Dead Kennedys filmed a bit of stuff. All right. For their recording of "In God We Trust," um, and uh, it's mainly them in the studio, but they do have a bit of live stuff, and some of the live stuff just looks. Like, you wouldn't want to go to that gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm far too afraid for that kind of thing. No, 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 no. Yeah,
2: no. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll stand in the back and just be cowering.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah. It sounds sounds so frightening and and lawless for sort of modern ears. But you and
2: know, also when you listen to the Cokey the Clown stuff. Oh yeah, he doesn't paint a very nice picture of it at all. No. no. <laughs> No,
0: really not. Yeah, that uh that Koki the Clown, I've only listened to it a couple of times. I think it's really, really good. Yeah, it is but good. Yeah. You've got to wow. be you've got to be in uh in the right frame of mind to listen to that, I think.
2: Yeah. It's like the the last two albums. Yeah. They've gone super dark on them. Yeah. And uh it sounds a bit the they sound really quiet as well, um, compared to other albums. Hmm. Um but uh, yeah, they've gone just a bit too dark and I'm just, yeah, they're not, nothing really sort of sticks in your head off as much as uh, I find anyway.
0: Yeah, the only one that's really stuck with me is Don't Count On Me. Right. But yeah. I yeah. think that's because Mel's singing the the chorus. Right. Or, and it just it it just sounds so good like just those little moments of it really stick with me and um yeah and yeah well that's apparently they've they've spent a huge amount of time on that and right. the last time they did they spent as long on an album was heavy petting zoo that
2: <laughs>
0: I think that well that's the reason they did uh, fuck the kids so yeah. he, he wrote wrote them quickly, they recorded it the first the first take they got through to the end. Yeah. Pretty much alright.
2: It might show him the day before or something. It was pr-
0: pretty much in the studio, they put it down live and then put the vocals on afterwards. I think it was yeah, yeah taught it to him, recorded it next
2: track. Is there, have you ever heard that at all? The split they did with the spit. I have, yes. So they did a cover they've done a cover of themselves on this. <laughs> of uh Pulled it back, which is on the sort of maximum rock and roll stuff, I think. Oh is right, it on, is it on Liberal animation
0: I don't think so. No, it might be on the the Mystic EP compilation thing. Yeah,
2: I think it is. I think it's on that stuff. Um, if they did that, if they re-recorded the Mystic stuff, I think that'd be amazing. Just going off that track alone, because that yeah. is fantastic. Um, but yeah, the it, it, I, I think the sort of. If they were going to re record some old stuff, maybe do all the Mystic stuff, redo all that. Um, Red
0: has a a theory that they think that they're going to record the first three non-hefe albums as they are. I don't know, or or certainly thinks that would be like Red really wants them to, to get an (laughs) idea of what No Effects Now would be like 40 years ago.
2: Ah, right. Okay, right. And I'd, I'd, I'd definitely say do the Mystic stuff. I wouldn't... Yeah. Make, maybe Liberal Animation, because that is bad. But uh, you got to leave... Ribbed, they've already done.
3: Yeah, They're that's like, true. I they did the live one, yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. That'd be, it'd be interesting to hear all that. Yeah. It'd
0: yeah. would be, be interesting to hear. Yeah. Yes, it's the... Uh, it's, uh, it's a funny one, but that's just how it goes. Okay, cool. Oh, do you have uh, do you have a favourite memory of No Effects? Yes.
2: So, uh, ninety eight was the first time I saw him in May nineteen ninety eight uh, during my GCSEs. Uh, I cheated on my French exam uh, by recording Champs Elysees on a tape and handing that in, saying it was me. Um, <laughs> and um, so I went to the gig uh, on Saturday night. They played Champs Elysees. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I went. Oh, brilliant! Jump forward and somebody jumped backwards and I broke my nose. Oh, at the, the gig. Uh, I'd spent the next three or four songs with the St John's ambulance guy, watching lfe play from the side, and then like so they started me out and then you know went about. I had to. I had my music GCSE on on, on Monday morning and I remember bleeding on the on the paper. Uh, oh, <laughs> from that. <laughs> oh no. Um, but so yeah, that's like karma. The only sort of musical
0: qualification you need, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah. That that was sort of karma, I suppose, getting me back a little bit, but um, uh, yeah, that. And then when I saw him the last time, which was 2014 at uh, the Rebellion Festival, ah, um, I was right at the front, you know, I, I had a brilliant time, and then after it, Mike. Walked up and down the front, and I had a bit of a chat and a what do you call it, a thumb war.
3: Oh yes, I had a he's thumb big on that, isn't he? Mike.
2: So, um, I, I yeah, I, I was very happy with that. I, I've had a thumb wall with sort of one of my idols, if you will, if you want to use that word. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's good. There's um a few uh there's a few sort of little things. A thumb wall with Fat Mike is uh is sort of there and in, in that sort of god tier interactions <laughs> in it that's Definitely. Uh, similar yeah. to uh comedian ali bryce we had on uh, a week or two ago um who he got the bro package for the hatfield gig all right so he got to meet them all and uh, after his photo with smelly smelly hit him in the nuts <laughs> nice. which um, is like oh okay cool yeah yeah that's that's ticked yeah,
2: right. yeah. i would i'd i i did not go to that last gig in leeds just <laughs> Because it was on my birthday, so my missus had stuff planned for us. But I, I didn't want it ten. I don't want it ten really. So if I don't go and see him, they've not finished.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Well, I I live in Leeds, so uh, I thought it was. Yeah. How on earth was I not going to? uh, (laughs) Red's only in Sheffield, so it was like you know it's. uh,
2: Makes sense for you guys.
0: Super close, so we were there, and um, yeah, it was. it got emotional. They had to keep on reining in their sort of emotion because they had so many songs to get through. Cause they're like, <laughs> We're doing two albums plus a few of the, you know, other the ones. the hits and stuff, or you yeah. know, the, or just that, you know, these, that and the other. So yeah, it was um it was uh, particularly odd. But so they, was there uh, not
2: that much banter then?
0: Not a massive amount. There was still some though. Right. There was still some. They, they they didn't knock it off completely um they they did omit um jeff wears birkenstocks uh they didn't have time for that one <laughs> um but they also they also have been having bathroom breaks in these gigs they play about an hour go to right. the bathroom i mean i'm guessing mike's using the cistern rather than the yeah. the bowl but <laughs> <laughs> it's my theory anyway but um you know but also i can believe they did need a slash as well they you know they're 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 getting on a bit it's not uh the bladder isn't what they used to be and all the rest of it but yeah they they sounded good though they really did it's the shit we i think we got the last really good one but i think hatfield was okay and then as soon as they got to europe he lost his voice and yeah everything started going off and people getting very angry so they may well they may be Prolonging this final tour, though, there's to oh, go good. back and do, do it, that status
2: quo slash kiss thing, and just keep being on your final ever tour.
0: Well, maybe. I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparent. Mike has said now. Once this is done, this is done, and we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah, he, he tends to stick by stuff. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. We we can never be sure. So the uh, the broken nose in uh, May of two of nineteen ninety eight.
2: Definitely my most fond memory. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Um, I'm excited about your answer for this question yeah. because um, this is, uh, well, I, it's, I'll, I'll just ask it and uh, and, and let you uh, let us in. But uh, what do you think is the best way to introduce no effects to a non fan?
2: So, my wife, Catherine, um, doesn't like punk really. Mm-hmm. So doesn't really like music that much. She used to, but yeah. yeah. So she's heard me talk about them, but she's never really listened enough. Mm-hmm. So I thought, right, okay, I'm going to try this experiment out with you. What is the best way of me doing this? So I sat her down, and, and we first off we we watched Backstage Passport. Oh yeah. And I thought this is the best way to introduce you to them, and to sort of in in this world, there's no, there's not the world we're living in at the minute. There's no point sending somebody to Spotify. 'Cause they can just get lost in, you know, album tracks and it get you put it on shuffle and just spew out whatever it wants, sort of thing. So sitting down and, and then so I've given her also now Appetite's Bathtub and I'll have a read of that. Yeah. So she's slowly getting into it. I'm getting her into it sort of that way. And she is she's become a typical no effects fan instantly, where she um, you know, Smelly's a favourite member, <laughs> really likes it when um uh, Melvin sings. <laughs> she, she likes LF because he's funny uh, but and, and fat mike says things that's stupid sometimes but he's alright so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep yep that's the, the the experience isn't it yeah yeah so, yeah, so
2: she's been like in like you know 7 days she's become a fully fledged no effects fan <laughs> wow but, uh,
0: this is the first actual case study that we've had of this this is <laughs> this is fascinating i love
2: it oh, this is what I did so I started her off with music wise. I started her off with uh, American uh, Errorism.
0: War on Errorism.
2: War on Errorism. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. American Idiot
0: by No Effects.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that and uh, Pump Up the Volume. Oh, yes. Because I noticed when that came out that a lot more people that weren't into punk but were into sort of rocky stuff got into No Effects on that album. It's a bit strange.
0: There's no scar on it.
2: No. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. No. There is. Yeah.
0: There's virtually no trumpet. It's yeah. a lot more, and it's not quite as fast as uh, as so long or something like that. No. Or not. They, not they overall have, as fast.
2: They do have the jokey song at the end. Um, oh, they, the theme. You know, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, they
0: have that, uh, and they have. Um, well, there's a couple. Uh, actually, I think that's the only sort of jokey one on it. The only sort of straight-up comedy one. There's
2: Bob's well, yeah. pharmacist daughter, isn't there's, so there's comedy sort of titles and and little bits of laugh and jokes here and there. But
0: but yeah. nothing nothing that's sort of musically funny. No, those yeah. songs are sort of very straightforward songs. You yeah. change the lyrics, and you wouldn't think that that was a joke song if you like. You know that no, kind yeah. of. Thing. Oh, well, yeah. apart from the the now for something completely similar, which. Yeah, yeah, but the that's intro.
2: the sort of like in joke for no effect fans, really. More, than yeah, a,
0: yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. um, yeah, so that, yeah, okay. And how but should yeah. we get?
2: So, yeah, she, she's slowly getting on with that. She she came back and uh, she said that uh, she's listened to them, she enjoyed them. She didn't think, um, they would be, she thought they'd be more shouty. Is oh, okay, one of her phrases, yeah, uh, but yeah, she did enjoy the music. So, I'm gonna say, right, okay, well, now. Let's try the, the more heavy stuff like pumpkin and or yeah uh, white trash. Let's try those two and see how you get on with those. Um, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Interesting.
2: Slowly getting into them, but I think this day and age, that's probably the best way to get someone into them.
0: You got Don't to
2: pass- passport, give them the book, and just let them find their own way with the music. that
0: there there is a huge amount. That's the thing. It's not like fifteen albums, and then half of the discography is on ep and seven yeah. inch and stuff anyways like,
2: you look fine. on spotify and i think there's something like 750 hours of no effect on there and that's not even all of it you know yeah. missing a lot on spotify yeah. so you know there's a lot to listen to so to say to just go here's their back catalog off you pop
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's really really tricky and it is as disparate as that, like it, it, it's as disparate as saying to someone, "Here's the Beatles and playing them. I want to hold your hand and Revolution Number Nine back to back." You'd be yeah. like, "What? How yeah. is this? You know, it, you know, you and, give them him... playing
2: them. I uh, am the Walrus straight after it. Yeah, absolutely. It? And, and then,
0: yeah, And then, yeah, and, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, what the fuck is this? You know, there's nothing. This doesn't. This is not one band. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you're playing some. You know, day to days. And then, you know, it's yeah. like
2: play them together on the sand and then the decline. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Okay. But to be fair, I should have mentioned before together on the sand has got one of my favorite lyrics as well. Uh, <laughs> country music playing on the radio. So I turned it off. Um, <laughs> amazing line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. well, That was the, that was the, the least trouble they ever got in uh, slagging off country with, music,
2: country music, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> they've not done well with that, have they? Fucking you <laughs> know. Half the reason with that's that's possibly those comments are in part a reason that this podcast actually started. They 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 forged it because then they stopped being able to tour as easily, and then they were like, we don't like touring anymore. Yeah. Done.
2: Of course, I think uh, them getting rid of Kent didn't help as well. Um
0: Well he I think he still does the sound.
2: He does but he doesn't he's not their manager anymore, no, is he? No. And and they've got rid of uh, a couple of other guys, is Jay Walker's not with him. Jay
0: eh? and uh, Limo. Limo's a barber. Yeah, so and um, and Jay's working think, for other people, yeah.
2: Yeah, the fun has the touring has sort of gone out of it as well. Really.
0: Yeah, well they have um they have the guitarist from Goldfinger. Uh, with them on tour at the moment, doing playing the scar parts right. in like um, All Out of Angst and stuff like that. And because, oh, yeah. um, uh, that, that, I mean, that, they were played by one of the boss tones on the uh, So oh, Long man. album.
2: Was it not Dustin um, Langer then? Because I've got that album, the porno album. In oh, right. I Dustin Langer did. That's, have oh. you ever heard that?
0: Yeah, yeah, the Rubber Bordello soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I really want to play poker on a and tie a lady to a train track listening to it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's great. I it. Yeah, I really it is
0: really it. good. <laughs> no, yeah. it's uh, it's proper funny that one. Yeah, no, I, I really like that one. No, um, no, they've had a couple of people do uh, I think Sasha from the Mad Caddies played it on the their cover of Radio by Rancid. Right. Melvin and Hefe not that great at scar guitar, so good enough for live, but for the studio they just get other people to do it. <laughs> so now they're doing that for the uh, for the final oh, shows and stuff. It's uh,
2: play to Yeah, paper. absolutely.
0: No, 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 make it work.
2: Yeah, you're right.
0: So we've sort of maybe touched on it a little bit, but what what do you think is NoFX's legacy? What does their legacy look like?
2: I think they'll well they'll be remembered as one of the best punk bands ever. To be fair, and I think a pioneer of DIY punk as well because you can't, you know, they are, you know, the kings of DIY punk really in a way. They've started their own label. They've never signed to a major label. They've always refused MTV to play their stuff, you know. And I can't. They're the biggest independent punk band I think going of them and our Bad Religion, yeah. Um. So, I think, and, and and then now with the Punk Rock Museum, which is a bit of a weird idea, but at the same time, the stuff they've got in there, you sort of see that, yeah, someone needed to put that somewhere and, and document it.
0: Joe Strummer's so. last bag of weed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and so they've got a, a settee Kurt Cobain once sat on.
0: I oh, think wow. that one, I think that one's from the Duchess in Leeds. I could be. I think it might be because that certainly that was the green room thing at the Duchess of York in Leeds um which my teenage band played about a week before it closed it's a shoe shop now it's deeply upsetting um but yeah back in the 90s and there was uh yeah there was, there were photos of kurt cobain sleeping on the sofa so if it is that i mean he slept on a thousand sofas though hasn't he let's face exactly. it exactly. but um every time i hear kurt cobain slept on a sofa i go what like there was it the duchess in leeds oh my god <laughs> get proper excited um turn into a fucking 16 year old again What no way kurt cobain was it yeah <laughs> Kind of sad, but um, yeah. but yeah, there's all all sorts of stuff. But the but the thing is, is that it's a living museum, so they they you know yeah. you can play the guitars, you can exactly you know sit
2: on, sit on that settee.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's huh? uh, I think if because yeah, the idea of a punk museum doesn't sound very punk, but the way they're doing it is as punk as it can be. So yeah, exactly. you know exactly. that's my
2: like I say, I think it, you know stuff like that has got to be documented, like, yeah. You know, like I said before, I think you know Jello releasing Wesley Willis's music and stuff. Mm. No one else is going to do that, yeah. And it, it it needed to be done, you know, because some of it is fucking brilliant. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, uh, it, it, yeah. it's
0: weird. It's I'm only thinking about this because I went to see uh uh the 1927 film Metropolis, the German silent oh, yeah. film with like a live improvised score, right. Uh, the other week and sort of before it the guy gave a little talk and he said that 90% of all silent films that were ever made are lost forever yeah we'll we'll never know what they were there may be some vague description somewhere but every so often you find a new one in a tin somewhere in an attic or you know in yeah. weird places and stuff and now film historians would you know kill for that these little cinema indiana jones types going around trying to find this shit yeah. and if you don't have that for punk rock the rock and roll hall of fame is not going to put the germs anywhere no. they're not going to you know so it needs to be done and yeah. and, it, and it's brilliant that it is whilst a lot of the people involved are still around
2: the, exactly they're like no one else is going to put the toe dolls anywhere
0: yeah like, yeah exactly
2: you know, the, like the, the, no one like the Rock and Roll Hall of, of Fame will never recognize how good of a guitarist Olga is, you know, or anything like that. But uh uh you know? And but this bands like yeah, like Friends will romp are high standard. Yeah, you know what they've done for Japan and Australia and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And stuff like that, you know. No one, don't you know, someone's got to document it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, I think that them being the sort of the top dogs of DIY punk. To me, and just also being one of the funniest bands live in the world, I mean. <laughs> you know that's yeah, like that's their legacy, really. I, I suppose, yeah,
0: yeah. I think uh, the interesting thing about Fat Records is, um if you listen, if you look at Epitaph's roster now, it doesn't look like it did in the nineties.
2: Oh no, no. They went through a weird stage of putting a lot of hip hop out as well but,
0: yeah there's yeah. hip-hop there's all sorts of sort of a lot of, they've really diversified the sound yeah from what from what it originally was and you know there are business reasons for doing that we we need to make money to help these artists so we need to have stuff that people want to buy whereas fat have sort of resisted that
4: yeah Almost. you know like Almost. they
0: do it 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 goes the 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 record contracts get offered to people that Mike likes and thinks will fit, you know, on it, and that's why he started. He's you know he did um, uh, you know, pink and black and honest Dons and those sort of sub labels for people who weren't the fat sound and you know yeah. bottles to the ground, you know, fat fat records wasn't going to put out fishbone, no, but bottles no, to no, the no. ground. They can put out fishbone, yeah, so you know it's yeah. um, or the meths who don't have the fat sound, um, oh, you know. But all yeah, all they're, they're,
2: they're big mates with uh, that front Turner, aren't
0: So yeah. Yes, so that's how uh, apparently that's how they uh, got in touch with Fat Mike because they they finished recording and uh, Lily and Lewis said, so now we have an album. What do we do? Do we just send it to people? Do we put it out ourselves? He goes, oh, you can send it. Goes, well, who are we going to send it to? What Epitaph or Fat? He goes, I can send it to Fat Mike if you want. And like, what? Well, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a moment. So he sends it to Fat Mike, and then they got an email saying, "I like your record, Fatty." <laughs> and then, uh, and then got in touch and said, "You know, do you want to put it out?" And they went, "Yeah, go on."
2: Oh uh, well, the days of throwing a CD at somebody on the stage on and <laughs> just ignoring it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Now it's now it's like a thumb drive or a, a QR code. So yeah, scan this and goes to my band camp my <laughs> SoundCloud or something. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's great. Now we come to, we come to the most important question. All right. The most important question. Who is your favorite member of NoFX?
2: Well, I actually, I answered this question in 2008 when I went to see them in the Ritz in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause they had four t-shirts on the wall. It was no effects, and uh, on them was uh, Smelly Melvin Pat Mike and LFA. And mm-hmm. You can buy one, and on the back it said like "no effect." It said the you know their name. There's no effects. Sort I of think so. I bought the and I'm wearing it tonight. The <laughs> LFA one.
0: Oh wow! Uh,
2: so I've got the I've got it on, and on the back it, I can't <laughs> know if you can see that, but it says LFA is no effect. Oh wow! So I've, I've I've always been a no LFA. But I've always I always thought even as a 13 year old. He improved the band and made oh, it yeah, better. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I love Rib. I think Rib's a great album, but yeah. he just, like, White Trash is just amazing. Like, and he, he just improved the band overall in general, I think. Um, and after watching Backstage Passport again, I want to give an honorable mention to the crew, like Kent <laughs> Limo and Jay yeah. and those guys. I'd love to hang out with Ozlot for a day as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. I think uh, that's, a, that's a brilliant uh, a brilliant thing to point out. Uh, Ali Bryce said, um, I don't know any other band's crew's names. No.
2: no. <laughs> Not at all. couldn't tell you anybody's like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there was that, that guy from the Transplants who wrote for Rancid.
2: <laughs> I don't even know them. No, I don't. Never heard of No. Yeah. Really. The... I, yeah. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, no, I don't, in fact, actually. Yeah. That's madness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you know that's it. It's, you know who who were the the famous roadies? There aren't any. You know the famous. Ro- you only know someone was a roadie like Lemmy was a roadie for Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And so then he, technically, I own, know one yeah. of Jimi Hendrix's roadies, I, like, but only because he was in Motorhead.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I know. Um, Money Mark was a a cap a joiner for the Beastie Boys. All oh, right, and he built them some cabinets in their studio, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh, I can play piano." Oh right, go on then, and then he, and then he got. That's how he got started. That's how Harrison. That's
0: how Harrison Ford got into the movies. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. He was a carpenter. It's a good trade.
2: (laughs) But yeah, so that's the only other thing, though. Like the only other band where I know an auxiliary member of them, like, but with no effects. Like I know the manager, the sound, the drum tech. You know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um yeah, no that the the mod from uh, Snuff Lee the mod used to yeah. play uh, keyboards for him. Yeah. And then uh, and then he stopped doing that and then they went, "Oh, Limo knows enough keyboards to just get by." So <laughs> we'll have him do it. He played with he played keyboards from for years.
2: Well, we when to knock the name drop it when we played with Snuff, mm. uh the mod was playing for them. Oh, that nice. was quite recent that was uh Trying to see the poster on the wall there. 2021, so oh cool. Yeah, there,
0: yeah. I get the feeling snuff are a bit of a uh, come and go band as far as members go. Yeah,
2: yeah. As long as there's Loz and 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 Duncan there. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's that's Snuff enough in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are some, but that's the thing is that you know once once Hefe joined the band, it really cemented. And uh, when we were looking at we did um, when we do the the album sort of deep dives and stuff. We actually put the longest line and White Trash in the same yeah. episode because we're like, this is the fir- this is the introduction of Hefe, yeah. like the first year, and they use him so much. Oh, definitely, definitely, so much, so much trumpet, so many voices. Like on White Trash, he does three different voices on the three different songs. He does Buggly Eyes. He does um, uh, Straight Edge. Yeah, and uh, Johnny Appleseed, Johnny
2: Appleseed as well. Yeah,
0: and nice. uh, and there's the trumpet solo in Bob and and all the rest of it. They they really really
2: but then, lay it on thick. You can tell as well that he's influencing the music a little bit because at the start of that of the death of John Smith is mm. the most RKL sounding the Nutcracks no yeah. have ever been. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really. and then by the end of uh, white trash that's gone out the window and they're all freaking toy dolls almost yeah yeah, like yeah buggly eyes and that kind of thing yeah, yeah uh, absolutely but yeah that i think the 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 rkl influence on them is 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 massive as well like it you know, is yeah as well but,
0: oh they're brilliant but the the rkl sort of comes and goes definitely like, yeah. so, sometimes it's writ, r- really writ large, and other times it's sort of completely absent.
2: parts here and there. And, yeah. Yeah. But it, I think recently he's been talking about a lot about, he has been saying a lot about uh, uh, Rudimentary pean and how the last album was out, the drums on Rudimentary pean album sound, and they wanted...
0: He wanted like, it to sound like Death Church.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the big drag. Yes. That's that's their big Penai-influenced sort of oh, album. Yeah. That would be my album, Put In The Fire. Oh, really? Yeah, Death Church. I've got that. And I got that for free because the guy didn't know what he had.
3: Wow. So
2: he he put it inside a copy of Christ uh, the Album. Like oh, that, right. And thought it was the poster for that and thought Christ the Album had three records, so I got that for like a fiver. Wow. And it's like virtually... Untouched, it's you know perfect. I think. But, oh yeah, wow, yeah, that'd be my run out of the fire. Grab that, yeah, definitely.
0: Fantastic, <laughs> sweet. Well, thank you ever so much, Danny. I really, nice. really appreciate this.
2: No worries. Thank you very much for having us on. This has been brilliant.
0: Absolutely welcome. Um, wh- where can people find your various endeavors, crash mats, and the hello and hoof and all that stuff?
2: So, hello and hoof video podcast chat show. Um. Check that out on YouTube at uh, Horn & New Record YouTube page. Lovely. Um, the Crash Mats were on Spotify and iTunes. We've got a new album coming out at uh, the start of September. Oh, called, cool. Uh, 69 Spotify listeners can't all be wrong. <laughs> um, We've got our other albums on there, 69 Peruvian Pipe Classics, and now that's what I call Crash Mats 69. Um, We're immature. Uh, if nothing else, um, <laughs>
0: I'm sure plenty more.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and, yeah. So that new, and then uh, we've got loads of gigs in Oldham coming up. So, coming if you're into punk rock, uh, 12th of August, if this is out, then we're at a big gig with Wonk Unit and Goodbye Blue Monday and coming and Incisions. Loads of good bands. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, so, yeah, I've got all that. Uh, yeah
0: amazing well thank you very much danny you truly are one of the punk rock elite (laughs) and uh we'll uh we'll let you go now thank you ever so much
2: thank you very much thank you very much
0: you're welcome oh danny barrett is there something upon which he has no opinion no (laughs) uh lovely interview uh i remember enjoying it greatly um i would highly recommend you look for the crash mats that you look for uh horn and hoof records and the hello and hoof podcast. Um It's a video podcast. It's all, it's all uh, exciting and there's all daft mucking around in it. Great. That's cool. Yes. So uh yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll put links to all of that stuff in the description. Um So yeah, if you've got anything you'd like to add to that uh, punk rock elite podcast at gmail.com and um, we'll get back to you. Uh, yeah, so pretty good, really. I think we might even have um, a little bit of um, what is the name for it? Chorus on dance. Oh yes, so here we go. Zach Allen got in yeah. touch on Insta. Uh, said, uh, just found your podcast and I love it. No Effects is my favorite band, and the discussions about the albums is awesome. Keep up the great work, lads! Exclamation mark awesome yeah it's nice isn't it so thank you very much Zach really really appreciate it hope you're still enjoying it all um when you eventually get to this point because I know what it's like when you've got a backlog of podcasts you just found you you know if you like to start at the beginning then you'll be wading through the mire to begin with so that's good so uh yes thank you ever so much um yeah really really exciting uh so um yeah
1: you got anything coming up Red? Oh, no, you know, like I've, I've got this wedding and oh, then yes. I've, I've done that thing. You, you know, when uh, you've got like a big social engagement coming up and you're like the week behind it does not exist until this social interaction is complete. And yeah. then I can look towards the future and have my life back.
0: <laughs> I fully understand. Yes, um, I'm. Off on, oh yeah, on uh, so on Saturday, going to be waking up in Leicester. uh, And then when back home, uh, going to see uh, Teenage Werewolves, a Cramps tribute act at the Irish Centre. And um, I believe there's a Bauhaus tribute act.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yes. That's a great pairing. Yes, it is. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we've got uh, sort of pure goth um, uh, to start with, and then sleaze. Uh, afterwards so uh, very excited about that so uh, yeah so the weekend is looking nice for me I said that like a weather reporter so the weekend looking nice for me Um, (laughs) cool we'll uh, we'll see you all next time thanks so much Red goodbye thank you so much Eddie bye thank you for listening to punk rock elite it was a pick scraped and fruitcake co-production by eddie french and red redmond if you're not following us on instagram or subscribe to the podcast please do the main theme and production was done by eddie french please contact us at punkrockelitepodcast podcast
4: at gmail.com thank you